At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. He's black. Yo, have we ever had a movie about a, a black prince before? Like, I've seen princess movies. Like, Coming to America? Coming to America? Oh, yeah, he was a prince. Prince is a Munda. Okay, never mind. I stand corrected. Because I was like, I, I was I was out, actually, and somebody was and saying technically, that... T'Challa is a, is a black prince in those, in those movies before he... And then Coming to America. But you ain't got to... I get why you did that, but you didn't have to. You could just hit the coming to America. No, you have to kind of say it like that because that's the way you differentiate it. Because otherwise, it's the same title. It's the same title. (laughs) I guess like Disney has some rides, and there's like a a Princess Tiana ride, and someone was like, "Oh, I can't wait until the Princess Tiana ride opens this summer." And someone else goes, "Who's Princess Tiana?" And then everyone got quiet. I was like the only black Disney princess. <laughs> they were like, it's, it can't just be one. Name me another one. They said it can't just be one. Who That's said insane. it can't just be one? Who is that? Who? How did, I, I want to live in that world. <laughs> it was such a shock. And you know what it is? I've been I've been getting really fascinated when people were like, I can't believe. <laughs> I was in a sh- They're like, oh, I can't believe this has been like, you know, Zendaya's like the first black girl nominated for like, I was like, yo, a lot of firsts are happening, y'all. Like, it's like, it's been 70, 80 plus years and there's a lot of firsts, all right? But the thing is, it's also not surprising that it's been that long and we're just now hitting some of these firsts. Like, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. It's been about like, 100 years. Yeah. Can we even call Tiana a princess? Because she had a job. Like, she wasn't, she was just a working class. Her, we don't like, need to rehash else. our episode of the Princess of the Frog. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I'm just saying, like, uh, I keep thinking about a prince, and I'm like, yeah. damn, we didn't need to get the princess. I guess coming to coming to America had a princess, right? Yeah, but then I guess we focus mainly on the prince. All right. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I mean, don't fairy quite tales. Get. What is? The, what are you mad about? <laughs> I'm not even mad. I was just thinking, like, oh man, like I was thinking about prince, princes, but then you guys mentioned, like, you know, Prince Akeem, T'Challa. I forgot Jermaine's name in that movie. Also, the artist formerly known as Prince. But then I was like, how many princesses do we have? And I'm like, we got Tiana, but Tiana don't count because Tiana just was a, a black woman with a job. <laughs> But she becomes a princess. And and L did L. she become a princess? Well, she just get money. She just got a loan. Literally, when she like made it at the end, she just literally got money to open the restaurant. They did a they did a cartoon about her, right? What was that? Is she working in that, or is she a, or is she? Relaxing? Oh, I didn't know she had a cartoon. No, I don't. I this is a question. I feel like I remember oh. that in my in the recesses of my mind. I mean, they probably were, but then they were like, "Oh, we made all these other." Di- but you know what? You're right, Bray. Let me not go on on Tiana. She exists. 
You know, she yeah. got her loan. Okay. She got. Shoot. She got her loan. <laughs> Everybody else trying to save a kingdom. She's just trying to get a restaurant. I also love that, like, Aladdin, like, Aladdin levels up and becomes the sultan at the end, but then right. he go he returns to the vest. He's like, listen, I want my chest out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm still Aladdin from the block. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so real. Uh, Wait, that, yeah. does he never get a shirt? I guess he doesn't. He does. He does get a shirt. And then he at the end of the movie, he gets a shirt. And then in every subsequent film, he returns to the purple vest. Damn, Aladdin. And in the series, he did as well. <laughs> street rat. You know, he's a street rat at heart. It's it's hard to, you know, sneakerella around the streets <laughs> with a shirt on, you know? Listen, this is a hard one, Bray. This was a hard one. You know what? This was a hard one. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no. This is a hard one. I get it. I get it. It's hard to just sneak Arella you, you, know? <laughs> you know? It's like he wants to be incognito, you know? If he's wearing a puppy puppy shirt, people are going to be like, who that? So, you know, he, he tried to sneak Arella. You know what? This is, you know, you know, Bray, I, I see the effort. <laughs> I see the <laughs> All right. He has to sneak a Yeah, man. You, you ain't gotta say it again. You, you know ain't got no, 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 you know people be hitting him up, be like, hey, 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 Sultan Ali, you know, can you spare, you know, like loan Finish me it. a dollar? Finish loan it. me a dollar, Sultan, loan me a Loan me a gem. And he's like, nah, man. He's like, man, I ain't going out in the public like this anymore, man. You know I'm about to sneak a <laughs> Yo, literally, I was hoping that this you would just stop, but it got worse and worse the more you tried to make it make sense. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock. James III. Drop Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump In Hollywood. Hollywood City. L think he's smart. He think we in the dark. L think he's smart. He think we in the dark. <laughs> There's a lot better songs I we get for you to I know. This from. was literally the worst song in the... <laughs> I picked it because I mean, it was no, the worst no offense to those two dudes, but come on, man! I thought you were about to go, man. Ain't nobody. What is it? Ain't no. Ain't nothing fresher than my kicks. Is it kicks? Kicks. Kicks. This is what kicks, I'm saying. Kicks. The, Who did the, the better music for stuff this? is harder to remember right now. The easiest one to remember is that <laughs> shitty song they did at the end of the. Except for. <laughs> Wait, what were you gonna say, Jara? No, I was like, it's also funny because I always think of like the villains usually have the best songs to me. Nothing fresher than my kicks, 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 kicks. That opening song, is that the best opening song? Yeah. That was fire. That was straight fire. That was straight fire. I was like, this this song's a, this is a banger. Oh, and the other one was is what the what, what did those what did the dudes say when they were putting on the shoe? That was a really catchy chorus. Wait, when they were putting on the shoe. <sighs> I mean, when the when the guys were bringing the shoes, you know. Oh, was, right. When they were bringing the shoes. Oh, oh, oh. I'm trying to find a list of the songs right now. 
I was trying to find it too. They're saying they're saying something like, "We're here," you know. We're here. We got, you know, they're like, they're saying something like, that's the thesis behind what they're saying. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't. What's the name of that song? Oh, it was uh, so catchy. Shut It Down? No, no, it's her song. Yeah, it's Perfect Fit. Her Jasmine type song. Okay, yeah, exactly. And I looked it up, and there's one black writer on this script. Nigga. So, Nigga. <laughs> so Nigga. I don't know if they trying to bury it. They trying to like keep all this shit a secret. <laughs> But I I don't yeah I don't I don't know why they like there's no way to say who wrote the yeah, lyrics. Why can't, I literally cannot find out. Interesting. Elvin did Elvin did he write the normally you would say like who did book and lyrics and also who did well I guess maybe not book for movie musical. Oh here we go Elvin Ross Productions I found him. Wait can I find his photo though Elvin Ross like, okay I okay got he's, it. I got it yeah he's an older black dude got him. I found okay, it. Okay, cool. I oh, you found, found the it. lyrics? Was was how to perfect? She says, she goes, "Where are you now?" And all the guys go, "I'm right here, girl. I'm right here, girl. Yeah. I'm right here. I'm right That's here, right. girl." In unison, I'm right here, girl. I'm right here, girl. I'm right here, girl. Yeah, they're going up the steps. Where, yeah, where yeah, that are was, that you was now? cool. I'm right here, girl. I'm right here, as, girl. As it was happening, I was like, "I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that." And then shortly after that, L think he's smart. He think we in the dark came And that's the song you wanted to do. It was the only I was song. Saying, it was just burned in my brain. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do that, but then, but then the song. But when a movie ended, they did the ain't, a, ain't nothing fresher than my kicks again. And I was like, man, now nah, actually, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree that there are better songs for sure. Ain't nothing fresher than my kicks. Kicks. Tell the people who we are, Bray. Right. So, anyway, sorry. I've been. I was listening to. He's listening to the lyrics. <laughs> for those of you, I'm sorry for the for the long time it took to introduce. For those of you who are listening to us now for the first time, what? And you're you're like, whoa! What is this amazing podcast? What? And also, well, here what you is go. this incredible? God damn it! Charming. Here he go. Dare I say? Prince-like voice. You can well, never that say one. That, that one. That one specifically is Jonathan Braylock. It's like sometimes I just want to like encourage and be a team player and support what Bray says. But I feel like sometimes it's an affront to me personally. You know what I mean? So this reasonable voice that sounds logical, calm. And hater. But yet passionate. Nope. Yeah, passionate. <laughs> is that of Gerard Milligan? Yeah. And this voice that sounds. That's not how you sound. But, huh? It's the voice that's like... You be angrier than me. <laughs> it's the voice. <laughs> this is James Third. You will never sound that happy. Like, I ain't seen you. I, I do all the time. Uh, also, why are you screaming? I'm sorry. We are a film <laughs> review podcast, okay? We review the films of leading black actors. Hell yeah! We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Hollywood, niggas! <laughs> and today, we are reviewing the 2022 Disney Plus film, Sneakerella. That means it's a, a movie about a dude who likes sneakers and shit, but he a princess prince. It's Cinderella with a twist. Remix! This film... It's it's truly a remix. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it is. This film stars Chosen Jacobs, Le- Lexi Underwood, Colton Stewart. It's one of the brothers. John Sally! 
Uh, well, I mean, I was going to get to it, but of course, John Sally is in this. <laughs> one of the daughter, uh, one of the sister, the oldest sister, sister Robin Alomar. Hey, Robin. I mean, she probably listened to something. You know what I mean? I feel like she probably listened to woke Bro, shit. Bro, like why this. can't I find this other brother? <laughs> Sometimes oh, he had the, the, the list of IMDb doesn't make any sense. Oh, is it Michael Madonna's? Does he not have a picture up here? He does. He does. He just, he's Hayward Leach. Oh, and then Brian Terrell Clark is the, the dad. He's a theater guy, right? And then Juan Chiron is the oh. Gus- Gus- Gustavo. This film is a twist on Cinderella about a boy who loves sneakers, his stepdad and his stepbrothers force him to do a bunch of work at the, at the shoe shop that his mom owned. Before she passed away, he meets the princess, if you will, of a sneaker dynasty. The, the guy's name is King. Was a basketball player. Yep. Yep. Now he makes sneakers. And it's a musical. This is a musical. It doesn't have a box office, obviously. On Rotten Tomatoes, guess what? What's that? 100%. 100% for them critics. That means nobody reviewed it? Does that mean... That mean- Nine reviews. No, the critics love this. Oh, nine reviews? Oh, that's pretty good, right? I mean, I don't know how Rotten Tomatoes works. It's enough. It's, yeah. What's that audience score, though, Bray? I like that. What's the audience score, though? Audience score is 57%. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's, that's, is that, you know what? Let's not worry about that. Let's 57% think- is not, not great. Kind of rude. Let's not worry about that. It's not, it's also a drastic difference from them nine critics. Them nine critics gave it 100%. The audience, said 57 the audience now said. remember how rotten tomatoes works is that it doesn't mean that all nine critics said that the movie was 100 percent. it just means that all nine critics said that the movie was over if it was five stars then it was like over 2.5 you know it was like it was better than bad that's all that means no no critic thought the movie was garbage good that's what that means okay. okay none of the nine critics said this movie is garbage none of them said that okay that's all right, I'll take that. Right. Thumbs up. All right. Yeah, no, that's Here yeah. we go. Sneakerella. I mean, let's just dive right in. Yeah, we got to right? dive right Should in. Should we do initial thoughts? We got to do them initial thoughts. James. I will start. I got to say, listen, Acts 1 and 2, I'm on board, okay? I'm loving this. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying these. these act- the actors are just, the actors are fantastic. They're really great. The songs are fun. They feel a little bit like, I'm feeling like a little bit of In the Heights you know, vibes. I'm hearing a little bit. There's one song, I think Gustavo's song when he's like getting them ready feels very much like a song from Greatest Showman that I, I was like, oh, I like started to look up. Oh, did these guys do it? Because it was like, it felt, you know. And so I was like, I really love this. I think Act 3 musically, musically falls off a little bit in a way, <laughs> in a way that I, that I think harms the movie. I think story-wise, it's pretty fun throughout, but I think music, I think musically it falls off a little bit. Just and and I think it's because they're just like trying to get a variety of, you know, they don't want the songs to all sound the same. But then because of that, I don't know. I just wasn't having as much fun in the second half in the second half of this, the back half of this as it was at the beginning. So I understand the audience <laughs> score being low. But I'm not gonna say this movie's bad. I will say it does feel like there's one black writer on this <laughs> script wise it does feel that way and i find it super in- the one black writer is junior from my wife and kids <laughs> that's that's the one wait what yeah that's the one black writer on this he 
has co-story by, and then also has co-script by, but there's a lot more writers on, on the script. So I, th- I thought that was fun. But like, yeah, those are my, those, that's like initial top line thoughts about it. I'll, we'll get into nitty gritty stuff, but like that, that was ultimately how I, how I felt. And, and, oh, they, I thought everybody was so cool. Kat kept saying throughout, like, I, I'm intimidated by how cool everybody is. Like and the I, kids? I, I fully, the kids, yeah. And I, I fully get it. Yeah. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh, no. He's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'll go because, you know, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a sneakerhead like somebody who is going to come after me. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know the details. I don't know what they're getting right. I don't know what they're getting wrong. I mean, I could tell that there's no 
sneaker or empires <laughs> tower <laughs> in the middle of Manhattan. I know that much. But, you know, you know, for for what this movie it was doing, I thought it was really fun. It is very bright. It's very Disney, that's for sure. It does feel Lin Manuel Miranda y, even though you know, he does what he does better than what this movie does. That said, I do think some of the songs are very fun. I actually agree a lot with James. I think the songs in the beginning were a lot more fun than the songs at the end. John Sally's song in particular was kind of a bummer. But <laughs> the actors I liked, I think these actors popped, you know, especially the, the the kid chosen. I thought he was really fun. He had this like kind of very likable energy to him. He had some nice dance moves, you know. I, I mean, it's so hard to tell if any of these people can actually sing, but like, you know, his voice seemed nice, at least from from what we heard. I thought it was very inventive with how it was kind of going from Cinderella metaphor to I'll say like New York City kind of met, you know what I mean? Like mapping, mapping like there are some super some fun things that we'll we'll talk talk about. You know, this is a this is a kids movie. This movie is for 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 tweens. You know, it's not even for teenagers. It's for you know, like ages like seven through thirteen. You know, I think I would rather this than not not to say there's anything wrong with just like redoing Cinderella, but making Cinderella black, like you know, like w- which we've done. I think, right? Yeah, but, but uh, like, she was Latina, the most recent one. But I do like, yeah, Ariel's going to be black. Ariel, yes, she will be black woman. Not to give too much away. Hey, we had an idea that's kind of like this. Would have been a would have been a lot different, but we did a long time, a long time ago, <laughs> years ago, <laughs> galaxy far, far away. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. fact that there's also a musical element to to the idea crazy is <laughs> really know, insane. Crazy, it hurts a little bit. Crazy. <laughs> Anywho, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna start with this, and I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast because I, I try my best to be, even though I'm reckless, I try to be respectful. I feel very confident in saying what I'm about to say. Okay. Oh God! I think <laughs> no. I just started. I knew I could have directed a better movie than this. Oh, I, I know. Oh it. yeah. I mean, <laughs> but but, it's, but it's one of the things why I know it. Like five minutes into the movie, I knew this was from a white person. Like I was like, they, they were just doing too much like black shit on the train. Also, it was like it was like this was like very Disney, but also felt black light. And I don't think they would have done this with like any other race. Like I was like, even when they got on the train and the sidekick was like, oh yeah, you got to kiss a lot of frogs. I'm like, that could, I'm all about diversifying like movies, but I'm like, that could have just been a black kid. It could have been, movie could have been about two black dudes who like sneakers. You know what I'm saying? But like so much felt forced. I'm not going to lie. I ain't like none of the songs. I was like, these songs, this, this movie this movie had no sauce, okay? Like, it had no... You didn't like the first song? <laughs> the, that first I, song, I, though, I'm gonna bro? tell you what's so funny about it. I'm gonna tell you what's so funny about it because I was watching it and I was like, ooh, this is Inventive Hider Dancing. But I remember making a point in my head, like, this song should have been harder. Like, where's the drum? You know, it just felt... It, 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 was, it felt Disney, but it also felt like it was lacking blackness at the same time. It felt like... It felt like, for instance... and that, Black culture, but it was a movie that was referencing sneaker culture, was in, which is inherently became popular because of black culture, and it felt like it came from a lens of a person who didn't know it. Like even though they like, I was like, oh, this director probably tried to hire black people, 
And even before I looked it up, because I looked it up like once they were on the train, I was like, I'm pretty sure this was just like when Disney did, well, what was the, the Jimmy Fox Pixar movie, the, the saxophone one? Soul. I was like, I'm pretty sure a black person got added afterwards. And I was looking at the details and I saw the story was by a white person at first, James, and then other people came in. And I was like, this always feels like an afterthought. But I will say, with the movie being directed by a white woman, which I could tell, with the movie... Can I just say really quickly mm-hmm. that if that is true, that is wild that a white person came to the studio and pitched this movie. But Bray, is it unbelievable? It, it, that, but is it really unbelievable? It's not unbelievable, <laughs> but just the the unmitigated gall it takes <laughs> for a white person to walk into Disney Studios and say, how about we do Cinderella, but black... And we'll call it Sneakerella. But isn't it even weird to me to like have a white woman directed? Like, I truly don't believe that if this movie was, I, I, I mean this, I truly believe this woman, if this movie was about like an indigenous person, Asian American, a Jewish American, I truly don't believe they would have hired a white man or woman to direct those films. But for some reason, this one, the fact that they felt confident enough to hire, in this day and age, this movie was greenlit in 2020 during the height of the black, like during the protests and shit. The fact that they like greenlit this black ass movie probably on purpose and was like, we know the perfect person. This white lady who did a couple episodes of Empire, she know niggas because she did it. And, like something about it feels very disrespectful. But I will say with all that being said, I do genuinely love this movie. And hear me out. <laughs> I, I love it. So I just want to get there. I wow. love it because I'm because shocked. <laughs> young Jirah, young Jirah, everyone knows I love a good romance. Like Braylock said, I love sneakers. I love sneakers. This movie took place in Astoria and like he was a black prince, which like felt like very, he, this felt like midway through Aladdin. So much so that at one point, the song that Braylock references that Lexi sings, she's dressed like goddamn Jasmine <laughs> at first. She's literally Kat, dressed I, like Jasmine. Of Cat, Jirai, I leaned over to Cat and I said, that moment when it started to become Aladdin, I was like, this is Jirai's favorite movie. <laughs> Yo, I, I love it. It's literally, I remember, I remember everything I always wanted was just to see a dude from the street, get a shot, the pretty girl likes him, and then like he just gets the shot. So I'm here for it. The only thing is, I do think, you know what it is? It felt like a good step in the right direction. Like, it sucks a black person didn't direct this. It sucks because I think they would have hired, as a sneaker person, a couple shots they had, like, real sneakers in it. But I think they could have had better sneakers. I think if a black person did direct this, they would know what a good sneaker looked like. Like, Braylock referenced, like, we had an idea about this, and we did. And I already had a design in my head of what those sneakers would look like. And these sneakers look childish. And I do think we live in a world where, like, you know, little black kids go to, like, elementary school, uh, middle school with fire-ass sneakers, and they didn't need to make them, like, look like Skechers. You know what I mean? Like, they I didn't have the to do that. the skyline in the soul. I, so I so, that so cool. that's a good design, but I'm like, you could have, like, they were so bright and colorful. And I do have bright, colorful shoes, but you mix those colors with darker colors to make it look fire. It just, I don't know, man. It was like, it just felt so, it didn't feel Disney. It felt white. At certain points. And that's what bothered me. I was like, <laughs> it felt white. Because Disney has now been like, anyway, I mean, let's start. Is, is no, that but, not what Disney No, but that's is. true. But I feel like Disney sometimes, Bray, again, when it, when it does not involve Black people, when it does not involve Black people, I feel like sometimes they at least attempt to get, and maybe because I'm not a part of those like cultures, like I 
can say that, but being a black person and watching these movies and they keep trying to touch on black culture, but not letting black people be like in charge of it. I can just see where they've missed so many things, but they probably pat themselves on the back. But anyway, I'm happy this movie exists. I mean, I will say they probably do it a lot more for Asian cultures. And that's more recently that they make sure there's like Asian writers and directors. But that is very recent. And I think has more to do with the with the fact that they're like marketing their movies in Asia and want the Asian audience. You know what I mean? I mean, also like you didn't get, you didn't get, you. there's it's, so many, <laughs> you know, it's not out of the kindness There's so of many sneakerheads who are musicians and I'm pretty sure so many people would have been like, yeah, I got you on musical on this genre. Like you could have, you could have got like, see now, I'm, no, this movie I love, I would watch it again. I would just skip all the music parts. That's what I would do. So that's a, a really good amount of the movie, though. No, I was say, that's a no. This movie is about it's two I mean, hours. Two hours. So that's at least forty minutes of the movie, if not a little bit more. Because it's a this is a heavy musical. It's not like a light musical. I know, but the songs, man, like I. At one point, at one point, I knew a white woman was a part of this joke because when the when the sister comes in and her fur is a little smush, they have oh, a whole God. dialogue about it. And I was like, Ugh. first off, I, listen, a, as a person who who dates black women, I'm like, that's what we're talking about in the morning, and they gonna talk to each other about her well, hair looking messed the up. The thing though, Fuck yes, exactly. That's the thing that Fuck pissed me off. Of was here. not. I was like, it's one thing to like do like a fun like a fun like her hair is smush because like yeah, like you know that type of hair. Look, can look funny in the morning because you're like sleeping on a pillow or whatever. Your hair goes to one side, blah, blah, blah. But the idea that the sister woke up woke up and her hair was freaking perfect, it's like, now that's not really And the mom, and he going dog. The Come other on like, now. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get yeah, out of here. I didn't like. I didn't like that at all. But I didn't anyway, like that still, still one of my favorite Disney movies in years. I like this movie better than, what's the Jamie Foxx one again? What's that called? The, the, the animated oh, one? Soul. Yeah, I, I like this movie. If I had to put this on a list with Soul, I'm picking Sneakerella every time. Because you know why? Because the black kid blacked the whole movie. <laughs> he ain't had no black friends, though. Which I'm like, this nigga ain't got no friends? <laughs> oh, yeah, that run. was interesting. There, there is a point in the movie when, when that becomes suspect. There's like a point where I'm just like, there's nobody else. <laughs> like, I can't remember when it was. <laughs> I think it was after. I think it was after the sneakers went viral, and I was like, oh, all his friends are gonna make sure he he, he does that. And then it's just him and Sammy, and I was like, what? <laughs> there's no one else telling him to make sure he. He's just got. He's got one friend. Hey, he's got one more friend than freaking Cinderella. Well, I guess Cinderella had three mice. Yeah, she had three mice. mice. Listen, this is my. But thing. they were mice. Also, him and Sammy, <laughs> the whole conceit at the beginning of this movie, let's just start. Because I like I got one thing that I know, and this okay. is where I feel like the erosion. So Gerard didn't like the fa- the first song, but I liked it, and James liked yeah, it. I like, I like it. how it was when shot. Started- I like how this movie was shot. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That, I just, that whole opening sequence was so fun. It was very In the Heights kind of feel, but it, but it was cool. And I was like, that's fine. Borrow from what's good. You know, yeah, it's, this same. is a Disney movie. Yeah. Also, I was like, they clearly not in New York, but I'm like, cool. Respect. I get yeah. it. I was like, I get it. It's fine. Come on. I'm, yeah, I get of it. I was like, not it's in New York. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Who cares? They're on a set. That's cool. I mean, everything was CGI, too. I mean, it's Yo, like, everything. It was listening CGI. <laughs> but, you know, it was fun. It was like, you know, ain't nothing fresher than my kicks, kicks, kicks. You know, I thought the lyrics were. You know what? I, I need a little right. bass. I need a little, like, give me that. 
where's the 808, baby? Like, I know, but give it, my nigga some sauce in that joke. I was just like, this tastes like flavorless chicken. If it, but it sounded, yeah, it sounded like kids bop, you know? Yeah. You know what this and movie that's was? what it's for. You know what this movie was, Bray? This movie was for, hey, you can't make it to Popeye's, okay? We not going there, all right? Well, we're about to go. No, no, no. We're not even going to KFC because KFC attempted to learn. This is the Chick-fil-A. No, this, no, this, that's too much of a compliment. This ain't even Chick-fil-A. This is your one friend who watches Atlanta, your one white friend who watches Atlanta and dated a black dude and only dates black dudes. And it's like, oh, I'm gonna make y'all some dinner. And then she tries to like fried chicken, but it ain't no seasoning on the chicken. And then you're like, I don't think you put enough flour on the chicken. I think you shouldn't have did this. And then she like, well, Marcus like it. And I'm like, Marcus lying to you. Okay, Marcus, you just having sex with Marcus, so he, don't, he ain't trying to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. This some flavorless-ass chicken, Cindy, okay? Don't do this no more. Because we all got that one white female friend who just date black dudes and be like, they be all in the photos, like we going on trips and shit. I'm like, got this nigga on I don't, display. This opening wasn't fully flavorless, though. Not the opening. Because the opening, you know what I'm saying? I know. They, they, was they, dead. Had, they a, had the, they, they had the like, sneakers on their hands, and they were doing the, the like, the Okay, she, was a she put yeah. some Larry's in it. She put some Larry's in the batter, but that's not enough. That she put, she put a little, she, Also, it had a little bit of a base. It was like, boom. boom oh, did it? Boom, I just was like, maybe my TV wasn't loud enough. I was like, man. My guy walked up job. on the bus stop, and then he then he stepped on air yeah, and walked down. It. Like, it was the was best cool. choreography of the whole movie. That is true. It, was, it, was it does not get better than yeah. this. <laughs> you know, it's very La La Land-esque, where the, you're the beginning, you're like, whoa, is this about to be amazing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it didn't have quite the drop off that La La Land ad, but that it, is true. Know. It did. I mean, don't get me wrong; it had a good look. I was just like, I was, I was already in doubt at this moment about who, like, the team behind it. I was like, this is nice. Also, I was like, man, he, like, first off, well, never mind. I'm getting particular. Let me stop. Like, niggas ain't gonna move like that with sneakers, okay, Bray? If I'm wearing some Jordan, he was moving like Michael Jackson. Hell man. yeah, he creasing the shoes. He so cre- this was interesting because there's the a show. there's a moment there's a moment <laughs> in this movie when someone gets yelled at for creasing something and it's not shoes. They're talking about the the paper the newspaper outside of the the newsstand. The guy's like the crease, and I was like, oh my god, they're going to talk about. And then they did. <laughs> they it had nothing to do with with the sneakers. I couldn't believe it. Well, you know what? Yeah, even weird. at this point, even though I didn't like the beginning, I was like, I think I'm going to love this. So I even knew. And, and then did. when he and you ended up and then when did. he falls and then he wakes up and then we see his friend. And I was like, diversity. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly like, yeah. really when I saw this, I was like, let me tell you, I think because like as people know, the three of us often audition for the same thing, but never like two like rarely ever like two different parts or three different parts of the movie i was like the moment i saw sammy pop up i was like this was probably supposed to be a black kid and they was like too many niggas like i was i literally i was like because this is my thing no, no. yes hear me out, hear me no. out. Let, me tell you how I know. let me tell you how i know because as a how person you know yes as a person <laughs> too many niggas. as a person who like wears sneakers like their whole conceit for going into the city was so that they can share the same pair of shoes. There is no way in hell that kid and Sammy are wearing the same pair of shoes. That shoe, like, that's the whole thing. They're like, we got to go get his kicks. And she was like, you can wear it one week. I wear this other week. They're supposed to share. They're, they, they put their money together to get one pair of shoes. And I'm like, that was supposed to be a little black kid. 
Like that part, I, she was great, but that part was supposed to be a little black kid, and it was like two black kids just trying to go get these shoes. But I'm, I why know why is that? Wait, but why are you saying? Why don't you think she would wear the shoes? I don't. I don't think they would wear the same. Aren't they like the the newest? I don't think they would like, wear the same size shoe. So you mean a little like a, another black boy? She just means literally. I mean, first of all. It just because another boy doesn't mean it was going to be they're going to have the same type of size. It feet doesn't, either. but there's right. But no. I, I but I feel like that's what you mean, right? You mean like someone that's the exact same size as it just it just it is just you know what it is. It just feels so forced. I mean, you're right. It just feels like they purposely and I get I don't mind diversity, but I feel like in certain moments, like a little black boy, or even it was like. A girl, like for instance, if this was like back around the way he lived in like Queens, that would have been a black girl who hoops. You know what I'm saying? And like then I'm like, this makes sense, but this is the white girl. Is she white? Uh, but I actually wonder no, if like, but I actually wonder if like this is just a contrived, this is just a contrived <laughs> idea. Like they were like trying to have some reason for him and his friend to go to the city. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like not that people don't share shoes because that definitely happens. But it still counts as diverse. Like I feel like we wouldn't, it's so hard. I feel like we only bring up, and I, I say that as a person who's learned that while on this podcast and people calling me out on it. I feel like if it is a movie that is based on another culture, we're cool with that movie being populated by the people of that culture. But when it talks, we talk about like blackness and things that affect black culture, we have to include everybody. Whereas like, I can't just watch this movie. And I don't mind if it was like a girl, but that would have been a black girl who hoops. Like it's just like in that, like you watch the WNBA, literally they have the same runway arrival stuff that like the NBA does. And those women be fly as shit. Like they fight this girl skateboards, but they're talking about basketball sneakers. And I know it's very particular. I do know it's very petty. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with this. It's just it sucks because I'm like, I mean, it you, feels Asian, like Asian people love uh, love sneakers. This is my thing. I understand that, Bray. I understand that. But when you see this girl with her skateboard, and her, like she didn't even dress, she didn't even dress like skateboard Pete. She literally just like a, a regular. She's not white. Well, that, yeah, yeah. There was no swag, man. They literally had this thing about sneakers and black culture, and there was no swag. Not to him. They didn't even make her like one of those. All right. You wanted there to be more swag. Or just like, if you want to do something like, yes, you're right, Bray. They are like Asians who love sneakers. And I got mad friends, and they just, like, my boy Rich dresses a certain way. And like, you just know what he's about. Like, my friend Esther, like, she be, like, they just look a certain way and i'm like this is right, right this is so disney that you just didn't well yeah they they didn't have anybody who knew any about any of this stuff that you're talking about but i still love the movie <laughs> cuz this black boy existed in this space they didn't have a i'm single just like, person who had an no. idea an inkling no, <laughs> no. <laughs> at kroger we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine the fresh timer starts the sooner we get our produce to you the fresher it is that's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, 
who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Oh, 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 before we get in this, I love that the stepdad got the got got the locks like yo boy, you know what I'm saying? That's that they probably were super proud of that. They were like, guys, you know what? Okay, I love this movie. I'm gonna stop talking shit. It's just hard because I feel like they were doing things and not because they cared. It was like we just don't want to get dragged. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, this feels half-assed. So yeah. Okay. No, I, no. The, the thing is, I don't think they did stuff to not get dragged, actually. That's I, I I think that that's actually an issue of the movie is that the movie doesn't seem like it's trying to not get dragged <laughs> because of the certain the, the 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 few things that kind of fall off. I think one is lyrically, and then t- and then two is like sort of this the this cultural stuff that you're talking about the the actual sneaker culture stuff that, that they're talking about. They put in like a couple. It feels like the movie puts in a few like nods to things, but like is not is not a movie, you know, and not a FUBU The shoes that they movie. were talking about outside of King's shoes, were any of those shoes real? His, King's sneaker they were trying to get was like an Adidas, I forgot which one it was, but it was like an Adidas kick. And everything else, you didn't really see, it's tricky because when you saw like the Showtime dancers, when they point out the kid, when he's doing like his like Rain Man, looking at the sneakers and picking stuff out, like he does point out, oh, matter of fact, he does reference these sneakers right here, the Zebras 350 Yeezy, but they look different. Like they don't have the 350 sign on it. And then when he goes to, what is Lexi's name? Kier, um, Probably legal issues. But the thing is, but it's so tricky because I thought so, but you do see people wear Jordans and maybe they only had to deal with Adidas. They do say Jordans and they show Adi- they show the Adidas sign in it. So I feel like I don't know what was happening. It just I personally feel like they probably either didn't have enough money to buy them or the wardrobe stylist didn't have places she can rent them or like get the shoes borrowed from. Cause I mean, if you watch fucking Bel Air, bruh, Bel Air, the fashion on that show is insane. Like it is insane. I don't know. It just feels like a lack of the culture. Like, I don't know anything about ballerina culture or I haven't studied it. And it feels like this woman didn't study. I feel like if I had a or I would have like that's why you have like on cop shows, like she did like a Google search. Yeah, but like you would, but if this if we were doing a procedural, we would have had a cop on set to be like, "Is this real? Is that the?" Yeah, they might have had like a like a consultant on for like a day or two, but like there wasn't somebody. <laughs> it doesn't feel as if there was somebody acting. Like the there. lyrics were like high high tops. You know what I mean? Like that's how that's like the yeah. You would have referenced that. Stuff. That's the. They're like fresh, you know? They're like, okay, people call kicks fresh, you know? Like, that's the level of... And it's tricky because every sneaker person is different. Like, I, I say I say sneakers. I know some people say kicks and shit like that. That's not... People saying kicks, to me, is the mainstream taking over. Like, when people say, like, geek culture, it's like, what the fuck? I think anybody who likes comics and shit like that would never call themselves a geek. That's just, like, people who don't know what the fuck they're talking... You know what I mean? It's like, I ask the people who don't know anything about it. Like, black culture, we don't be like... Yo, man, this is like, this is like black culture shit. Like, you know, only thing I ever say is like black Twitter. Anyway, let's get to the good parts. Chosen was phenomenal, y'all. Like, he was awesome. I did like Devin. Great voice. I think, I thought, I thought this whole like setup stuff was fun. Like, 
we kind of get the Aladdin introduction. Unless this is a unless this is similar to Cinderella, that there's like a moment in which she sees the prince at the beginning before. But like this is very Aladdin, her him him interacting with with Baby King, you know, in and not knowing. Yes, he does yeah, the it's thing. Very Aladdin. He does yeah. the thing. He he has to go into the city, literally just like in Aladdin. He has to like, and then he literally saves her, which makes no sense why the people who didn't get sneakers are chasing them, who are three people who also didn't get sneakers. Um, They're just mad. They're just mad. They want to take up their aggression on. Yeah, it's like, all right, because that's what kids do in line. Also, no one lines up anymore. All right, stop, dry. Anyway. All right. He does. I I said stop. 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 (laughs) No one lines up anymore. I said stop. But I'm also like, uh, he gets to do the Latin thing. This is a timeless world. You're right, okay. Brad. You're right. But he does the cool Latin thing when he like does the do you trust me line before she like, remember, he, and he, and in the Latin, she got to hop off the window, but for her, she has to hop on the train, the Queens. And he, yeah. he does the thing. Cool. That was cool. And like, and you know, shows her the graffiti and like. He shows her a whole really new world, close. James. The exactly, it's a whole new world in the beginning. <laughs> like in the beginning, they're like, let's just do a whole new world right now. Like, and this song is very, it like feels very in the high. It's in the heights, but about Astoria. Yeah, I was. And dope. they're on the train. Was- Remember, they start on the train, and everybody kicking, and she get in, get her little dance, and doing other. Look at y'all out here. I thought it was really cute that their laces start to lace up, you know, together like. <laughs> It's cute, cute little movie, you know. I mean, I will say it was, it was, what was interesting is that some of the places they went to in Astoria, like some of the fake restaurants, like this, like this is my stop in New York, not to like sell myself, but it's interesting just to see the neighborhood. And they have like a famous, like the, the restaurant they reference. It's like this Greek restaurant, but it's made famous because like Bill Murray apparently eats there all the time. Like, oh, this is, this is a very cool stuff. And also it was so nice to see on a Disney black couple you know what i mean like i don't know why but i was very taken by seeing this kid who i remember saying at one point man i hope he sponges his hair because this nigga's out here wilding which he did eventually and i was like yo it's so nice to see that and i was hoping for more like and they referenced it yeah and i was hoping for more references like that of just like you know like james said i thought they were going to reference like creasing and just things of that nature but it you know it probably was that one writer trying to like make sure he got some stuff in there and that's a lot of pressure for like just one person. She didn't want to like get her hair wet. That happened. The color but also, well, also, let me tell you why that's some bullshit. She has curly hair. <laughs> she Bray, Bray, come on, Bray. Come on, Bray. Uh, I mean, Bray. It wouldn't, it wouldn't mess up her hair, but it, not the same way. She ain't had no perm. But she didn't want she had to no get per- her hair wet. Literally, I was like. And that's all that matters. <laughs> I was like, first <laughs> off, okay, I get it. Like, black women want to get hair, but that's so cliche because, like, a lot of. Black women have natural hair, and this girl doesn't have a perm. And I guess her hair could have like froed up, maybe. But then this nigga still pulled her in the water. It, yeah, it would have just like it would have been frumpy. It would have been maybe they ended up laying it down after that scene. Like so, like it was in, instead of it <laughs> instead of it having a a poofing effect. No, it, no, like, it wouldn't. It would have the opposite. Yeah, it would have yeah, like laid yeah. him in like a flat. And, and Man, it would have it would have made it flat. It would have made it yeah yeah, and that is what it did. Yeah, man. Also, I was low key mad that like, actually, this is never mind. Okay, my one 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 discrepancy, James. I'm worried about saying this, but I was mad that the magical person wasn't the magical Negro. 
I was like, oh, no. what? I, because no, I was like, why? if you gonna have this magical dude, it would have been cool if he would have been like a young, like like Gerard. a young 30, 40 something black dude well, who like I'm gonna, I, who well, like sneakers. Thank you all for I love that Jaraz's for... take on this is like there's not enough black people in this movie. There's a lot of black people in this Yeah, movie. there's a lot of mad black characters in this. There's two black more, families. I know, but it could have been more guys. I don't know. Cause you know what it is? It felt come like on, hear me on, out. Man. Hear me out. It only feels like they you're right. It just feels like they weren't a lot of black people. Uh, that's on not purpose. that's not realistic either. either yeah, though, man, like, there's, a, if there's a dude down the street who knew it's his New mom. York. I mean, something that true, I didn't like. True. Something that, that I didn't like. There was a little bit of colorism going on. Like I didn't like that the evil step brothers were light skinned. I didn't I like, did that. like that. I liked you it. You did like that? Is that weird? It felt like I did it. It like felt it. cliche. What you you but you liked it. I liked it. it. I mean it mm. did. I mean, you know what I mean? It felt like a thing that I I liked them. <laughs> like I thought those actors were fun. Who's but it was like, cliche? You know what I mean? Like I. It felt like I a black it. cliche. <laughs> it felt like a, a the a, evil light skin. Well, I, well, it's evil so interesting. Skin. It's the reverse for me, James. It's not a Tyler Perry, right? Not into. Yes, it's not something that is perpetrated a lot on screen, and particularly by some like a, a Tyler Perry goes the opposite. Uh, I don't know. It felt like you know. It felt like. I don't know. That's just that was no, that no. was just where my mind. I thought about went. it, but it's also interesting to me because normally, again, when we're talking about the Tyler Perry's of the world, like the dark skin dude would be the bad guy, light skin dude would like right, right. Here's why I liked it because I didn't think they were saying light because because the the girl was she was she was a little bit of lighter. The girl, skin. the girl, was yeah, lighter, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And her sister yeah. really was. So it was, I guess her sister was kind of bad a little bit too, but uh, like. Not not bad, bad, but not know. bad, but there was a little she bit of antagonistic. Bad, she was bad. Yeah, to it was me, antagonistic. Come on now. The mom, I love the mom too, man. This is a beautiful black. All right, all right. Dude. All right, sorry. Yeah, this is getting weird. But the reason that I liked it was because if you think about it in terms of Cinderella, okay. Oh, yeah. Even though they call them the ugly stepsisters, it's more it's it's like they're the ones who society is supposed is going like we accept you you know what i mean and we don't accept you know cinderella in the corner and so that's quite it was like these two light-skinned tall you know like they had like some like especially the taekwondo or whatever he was doing brother you know he was very handsome he was a handsome guy so it was like you have these like you know, more like, hey, this is what society likes. And they were the ones who kept being like, this kid's a liar. He's just a little. That said, the fact that they were from Jersey and wanted to get back to Jersey, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That was so that was so fun. They were just like, get us out of this dump. Let's get us back to Jersey. But here's the thing, that's real. <laughs> that is real. The story there are is so many so many Jersey pe- do- people who are just like, you know, they may venture into New York a little bit every now and then, but they do not like New York. And really? They, love they like New Jersey, Jersey more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. But Jersey gives you a different kind of life. It really does. That's so crazy. I do love the flashbacks with the mom because I feel like Disney is getting better about having moms in their stories because, you know, like the whole big thing is like the mom is usually dead, even though the mom has passed away in this one. But I did like the longevity it gave it to. And also Chosen, I just realized, is the kid from it. I just realized that. Yeah, He's the yeah. kid from it. And I thought he was 
I don't know, man. I just like the fact that this kid got to be like Aladdin, like literally like go from zero to hero. I thought he was great. There was like one scene I was like, all right, he's young, he's developing. But but he's I thought he was great in this and especially him dealing with that song that he, he he actually might not even be singing a song at this part. I just watched this and for whatever reason, my memory's cloudy. But him like dealing with the loss of his mom and like and standing up to his stepdad and stuff like all of that. I thought he was I thought he really handled the emotional weight of that in a really nice way. And this is now a, a, a sidebar, but like in general, all of the little direct nods to Cinderella, like the way that this movie got away with like, oh, she doesn't get his at or any of his like contact info. Like all of that stuff I thought was like, was great. It was just like so fun that like they just, <laughs> you know, when they when they first dance together at the, at the, at the gala, gala, but it's in, his mind like all of that was like cool I, I thought that stuff was really fun yeah man i was super excited about this like again it was something about like i was i was i was really waiting because again like this does map cinderella so i was waiting to see like how does he get to the ball and stuff like what is like does he get like you know i was like what is this pumpkin going to be and i was like it's probably going to be a cadillac yeah i know it was <laughs> and it literally was a cadillac i mean because of course you know that's what you know that's the stereotype people think of us, but, but it, was it was funny cool. though that it was like an old Cadillac, but like it was like there was a cover, but the car cover was the was that car, but like dirtier and more banged up. And then he like took it off, and it was like brand new. And I was like, that, that was yeah. Funny. And it's interesting because at one point I was like, because I was confused on what at one how much magic was in this world. I remember earlier Gustavo like puts the water and the water changes all the lights for them, but we hadn't seen magic again. So I was like, is he finally going to become like the magic dude? And we know he's magical and acknowledge it, you know, like the fairy godfather. And I guess he was magical, but we still kind of didn't talk about it. Like when he like tosses something in the truck, the outfits come off the truck and then they, you know. It was like the magic of the neighborhood is how they referenced it. But it it was solely through him, which I, yeah. I also kind of liked, because I, w- same with you, Jay, where I was just like, yeah, what are they going to do for the Cinderella stuff? And then he was just like, you got to be back by midnight. And they're like, why? And he was just like, you just got to be back. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah. He was like, I'm telling you right now, you best be back. And they're like, oh, snap, okay. And then, like, when it was almost midnight, they're like, are you going to go? And then I was like, so what's going to happen? Are, are their clothes literally going to disappear? And, like, it's just that they get, like, bad luck. drenched with water. It's just, like, bad luck. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> and the car gets towed. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, will, that was I was so like, that's cool. Fun. I did. I liked that a lot. He tri- he goes down the wrong escalator, and that's how his shoe comes off. Like it was I thought just that was like- cool. That was smart. I thought that was that cool. was smart. Yeah, it was and, so, like that. It was cool. And then it slowly goes up towards her. I don't even go lie. I thought it was so cool to see him kind of in. I didn't like his fit. I'm not gonna lie, but I like that he was like he got to go to the middle of the dance floor, and when he saw Kara, like everyone vanished at that one point, and it was just I was like, this is beautiful. You never get to see. A black kid be a part of this. This is so fun. I was. It was just so fun. Me like they had the little slow motion dance, and then she was like, "I believe in you." And then like, but you can do this, right? And he had the Latin moment of like, "Don't lie." And then he lies, and then you know has to run out. I was like, "Oh." Also, I laughed at like 
sorry, the one true thing to sneaker culture is, is that all the people in there who cared about the sneakers were either white or like non-black. And I was like, yeah, this sounds about right. When they're like, who, who is this kid? We got to find him. Who's he with? I was like, yep, that's literally what happens all the time. Like, you know, anyway, <laughs> that's real. Yeah. I, this is skipping ahead a little bit, but the maturity of that this movie had of her being like, I'm sorry for the pressure I put on you. I was oh! like, what? Oh, I, my God. I, I, I didn't expect oh him to go there, God. but like, I'm, that was like. And the mom, cool the mom, it came from the mom because the mom was like, because she was like, and I love that they had her, the daughter still defend herself because she was like, she was like, how is this, how is it my fault that he lied to me? She's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sure you didn't put any pressure on him whatsoever. You know, and she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, ah. you know, that was cool. I did like that. And I did like that. I also like that. I, I feel like it was such a hard, ba- like legitimately, I think it was such a hard balance to have the stepdad not be evil, but also still be an antagonist throughout the film. And I feel like they worked it pretty well. And that, actor that was a really difficult job and i thought he pulled it off of being like he was firm but you could tell that he was flustered you know there was that moment where he was just like i did love your mom he didn't hate l but he was kind of like uh like why are you he looked at l like why are you making my life more so so much more difficult than it needs to be you know but but then we get redemption at the end and he t- says like of course like i believe everyone deserves a second chance which and then he asked, I was like, that's great. He asked for his second chance. He asked for his second chance. A small writing tweak I would have done differently is I don't like that the movie was like, they put it in the stepdad's mouth of like, why didn't you show me these things? Because the stepdad saw all of his like drawings and st- like his, the stepdad was familiar with it and but kept dismissing it. And I would have preferred if the stepdad saw the shoe and instantly knew that's your shoe. Oh my God, you made it. Instead of asking, did you make this? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because okay. he like, saw the drawing. Because he saw it. He, yeah, saw the, he saw the drawings. You're and, right. And, and he was like, why didn't you never tell me? And he's like, what did you, no, you saw my drawing. Yeah. Also, the kid also had what that face of why like, I never t- wait, hold up one sec. Hold, I'm sorry, everybody, can you, give me the room. Give me the room. Me the room. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Why did I never show you? You saw my drawing. You saw it. Like, you threw away some of my paper. You no, told yeah. me to I mean, stop yeah. dreaming. I mean, I saw them, but I thought it was, you know, some doodles. <laughs> like, I ain't see these shoes in real life, nigga. That's a whole different thing. He's like, I know you designed them, but damn, I, nigga, you you a, you a cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> I, why didn't you tell me you a cobbler? I, <laughs> we could have been cobbling shoes. Oh, that's so funny. He did tell him, but he did. He was like, let me make No, some. you're right. You're right. He try. He even tried to make shoes in the beginning of the movie, but the, but the stepdad was so he was so you know under the crushing under the weight of the crippling debt. It's something about him also being like he says it early on. Or the dad is like when he talks about the place when he's when he finally tells L mm-hmm. that he's about to sell it, and he's like, "Yeah, man, you think I wanted this to happen?" He's like, "I wanted my dreams too. It sucks to give up on your dreams." And it's like it's something in that line where I'm like. Oh, this person, like Braylock is saying, isn't just a complete asshole to be a complete asshole. It's like literally the weight of everything has affected this man at this point. And and they do do a good job, I think, of like saying it every now and then throughout the movie. Like his sons are just complete trash, but they also want to get back to Jersey. Uh, <laughs> they, I mean, they're complete, especially the main one. 
I like the dad, and you know, the dad even reprimands them at the end, which I thought was was very cool. And can I just say this too? I loved that we could have the two black brothers be trash in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's usually not enough for that to happen and feel okay. And it felt great. It felt perfectly fine. It was like, yeah, these two dum-dums, you know, who are so mean to their brother for no, for their stepbrother for no reason other than they want to get back to Jersey. You know what I mean? It was nice. It was just nice to have that. Yeah, I like that. And it's also, it's cool too that the sister, the older sister, you thought was going to be kind of an antagonist, but like then is on her side and comes to like the, because I was nervous when she was like, we should do this together. I believe I want to help you. I was like, man, she about to set this little girl up. But no, she was like, and also what was so cool, it did feel forced, but I didn't mind it. It was like, they went from like, in that song, like from the Jasmine stuff to so it ended with them kind of like in an African garb. And I was like, this is very nice. Cause this is like Disney. And I feel like Disney would normally only do this for like we have a movie set in like Africa versus having African Americans in a movie and still honoring certain cultures. I mean, you know, I wish they would have, you know, I'm not gonna complain, but I'm happy this movie exists. No, like, for it's real, just for real. funny because I appreciated that too, and I thought that 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 whole sequence was great and fun. But it's also very funny that all she had to do was like a story on Instagram, being like, "Who made this shoe?" <laughs> but instead, they like they did a whole campaign. Like they had to like make posters and had to like. Yeah, yeah I was it's like, like right. you could have you could have gotten straight to this <laughs> instead of doing this big thing Ooh, that probably looked took- as cool, James. And they said they had like forty million. <laughs> followers i'm like yeah you ain't had to do half of this shit but also i was like yeah, you good for you one story would have been like that would have gone viral. the story would have been picked up by news outlets like but i'm here for it. I, again i really enjoyed i mean i enjoyed a lot of it I, I i felt very sad when they threw him in the they threw him in the storage room and locked him so he couldn't get out like i i genuinely was waiting to see how l was going to win back care at the end i was like i know he's going to show up but like you know, how mad is she going to be? And so, yeah, I was completely taken out when she apologized as well. Like, I was like, oh, shit. But then we we did get a little rap battle. Oh, Bray, I, was, I wasn't going to talk about that, Bray. What you doing? I forgot. I forgot what that you, happened. There was a... Well, I, don't I don't even remember, remember that. that. There was a rap that, battle? What are I don't you... Remember that. Yeah, there was a rap battle yeah. on this? I don't remember that. Yeah, and they were like, you gotta, you gotta talk to my dad and you gotta shit, you know, you... So you better bring it. So he, then he gets up. No, the last the last song is this. In this is L think he's smart. He think we in the dark. That's the last song. And then there's no more songs mm. after. No, that, there's I'm a rap sh- battle. I don't remember when he gets the mic. I think what you're talking about, Bray, is like when he goes on stage and he's like, "Hey, sir, I created this shoe." Yeah, that scene with dialogue. yeah, and he's like, "I, I, and like I'm in love with your daughter." I remember that. Like, yeah, that's yeah, I remember. that's just them talking to each other <clears throat> about that. I don't no, remember that was definitely at all. like no. over your head. No, I don't remember. Oh no, you know, I don't. I don't remember the rap, the rhymes. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what it is? Also, is like they didn't have to make everything kiddish because I feel like with Disney and with kids nowadays, like they could have had like some fire beats and verses, and people would have been like, "This is dope." I feel like if I was a twelve-year-old, like if I watched this with my little niece, she'd have been like. That's just fire. Or should be like, this shit is corny. But I feel like they went for the corny route trying to be safe. I'm like, you could have had like, 
I don't know, man. Like you could have had like get a dope producer, get Mac Will, get somebody and just like do some fire shit. But it was I, anyway, Bray, I don't remember what you're talking about because I blocked it out of my head. I, yeah, you know. I just don't even think that's how that ended. I don't know if you maybe were watching something else or like if something else started after it. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah. what was beautiful, though, is that we get. Like, of course, everything works out and we get the year later. His his store is a sneaker store and he has the line that everyone has and he gives a little. Ah, oh, he gives a little black boy a pair of sneaks and a little black boy now flies. The little black boy flies. flies. Yeah, I forgot to say that he flew in the beginning of the movie. That was he passed on. He was walking on the air. He passed on. You know what it is? It's something about. I was reading about imagery and black imagery, and there's this show that I think is coming back on HBO called Random Acts of Flatness, and it opens. It came out like 2017, 2018, and it opens with a black dude from Brooklyn like flying through the city, and. Apparently, I was reading this article. No, I was reading this book about like black me- mental health, and it was like the image of a black man flying is so important because that means like the weight that normally keeps him keeps him down from like society, he's finally has gotten rid of, and the weight is so much that once that weight is gone, anything is possible. Like you can literally like lift in the air, and it was talking about like you know when you see Michael Jordan and basketball players and people like do these great things. It's like how it feels so freeing. So to see like him pass on that kind of hope and freedom to like another little black kid is so wonderful to me. And he's like dancing too. He like out here. He dancing. They all looking at him in the window and shit. The rap incredible battle. Bray, don't do is this. Named finale. Bray. I don't, we don't know what you're talking about, dude. The title there of the is track. no Ray. rap battle in Wait. this movie. This is a movie about sneakers. Yeah, Ray. what are you talking it's about? A movie man? about sneakers. That's the finale. That's Bray. No, nope. we genuinely don't That's know what it. you're talking about. Are you done? I didn't need a swirl, but you know what I think I needed in this. You know what I mean? I think we don't know yet. Let's say it. Shut up. <laughs> I think this movie could have used a little bit more black excellence. Like, I think at the very end, like, for instance, I think at the very end, we could have had Viola Davis appear. And she could have been like, ooh, look at you black kids. Y'all did it. Come to, like, the black sneaker island. And they show up on the island. (laughs) And then Denzel is waiting there at the front gates like Willy Wonka. He's like, black kids come to Utopia. And then they go in. And they go in on, like, a Mustang. That's how that's how we do it. They're on the hood of the Mustang. And as they're driving through like the Black Utopia, it's like sneakers. There's like, there's like, like there's a Jordan fountain. There's like, guys, I just wish we could have did our story. That's what this movie makes. Like the host, I was like, we now, did our I story agree. to it so funny. <laughs> I agree. There could have been, you know, because like that ending scene when they're just kind of up there talking, when like he's talking to John uh, Sally about like, like, oh, like, hey, can we get this shoe? Like, and he's like, I mean, he like apologizes for lying and they're just kind of talking about it, but nothing else is really happening. You know, when he's on stage talking, telling him that he loves his daughter, you know, like that could have been like a bigger set piece, you know? And so like, like while he's up there and he's like, what do you need me to do to, to like, to like prove to you? We can just hear a voice from the, from the distance be like, I know exactly what you can do. And then a basketball <laughs> bounces in the center and he's like, king, king what you got and there's just like a one-on-one it's like a back-to-back one-on-one cut to steals there okay steals there too okay and so it's like steel versus king 
okay? And it's like them doing like a, ba- you know, it's like a battle, like a bop, 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 one-on-one, like battle, you know? You know? It's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You Great. know? It's, a, it's and, time and, and, for the cause. <laughs> Who went what? between we John, Sally, and Shaq, though? That's a good question. I, see, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying he's like, Who he's you like, got, Bray? Hey. And they hype. Shaq, right? What? <laughs> serious question. I mean, John Sally yes. got some rings, okay? He got some rings. All right. He Shaq. We're talking about Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, <laughs> I mean, John maybe Sha- two two centers that can hang with them in, in the entirety of the NBA. You know what? As you were, Bray, I don't need this from you. I don't need to, I don't need that look in your eyes looking at me like that. As you were. All right. For those, uh, uh, what, what am I doing? The end, doing the man. <laughs> Bray got so flustered by me bringing up John Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Who I got between Shaquille O'Neal and John Sally. All right. All right. And in acting, John Sally wins every time. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about okay. in rapping? What about oh my, if you were... Ooh, 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 great. <laughs> James, good question. Good question. Now that's who's, a rap battle we gotta see. Who's winning that rap battle? There you go, yeah, James. That's good. That's that's fun. All right. It's time for the cause. Rate review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of leading black actors in Hollywood. If we feel like the film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we'll raise up our ratings for Sneakerella. Three, two, one. Ain't nothing fresher than my kicks. Kicks. kicks I, I was kicks, worried, Bray, because you ain't had no hand up. It was all slow, Bray. I mean, that was real slow, Bray. That was real slow. Three black kicks, fists kicks. as it deserves. I gave it two black fists. F- four black fists. Four there black fists. First time ever. Floor back fists. <laughs> I gave it a black fist because the song goes like Little Gerard would have loved this. It would have been his favorite movie. He'd have been dancing Aww. in his basement by himself yeah. being like, you can do it. And I couldn't afford sneakers when I was younger. That's probably why I started buying them over the last four or five years. But I could not, like, I, didn't even, I didn't even associate with sneakers because I was like, what for? People, I'm old enough for people who used to have like East Bay magazines and like the new Jordans would be in there. And I'm like, Bruh. I remember when I bought my first seventy dollars, my pair, uh, first pair of sneakers that were seventy dollars, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so much money!" Yeah, yeah. I I also just feel like because you you saying Little Draw would have loved this. I realized like a lot of the sneaker content, like anytime sneakers appeared in something, it was because like you know the the Family Matters episode about somebody getting shot over sneakers or like whatever. Like that was the that was the way it was handled in media when we were coming up like people like were like let's not talk about sneakers let's not deal with it because kids are dying over the sneaker you know what i mean like and that was you know but like this i don't know i i appreciate this movie so much <laughs> no but it's something beautiful to it because it's like it you know it, it's interesting because yes in the 90s kids were dying over that and east bay coast but also like a lot of white kids was getting robbed too and also buying sneakers and buying more rap albums than most black kids and it's like now it's mainstream. And then there's actually not. A, I stopped buying resale shoes because a lot of the resellers are white kids. Like even so much so that like one of the women who was like VP of Nike or some shit, her little bitch ass son was like buying thousands of shoes and like reselling them. And it's like we're just it, it, it just feels like 
the things that we made cool, people have like now not only appropriated, but like are trying to like profit from us when like we could be doing it, but like we don't have the access to it. So even seeing this kid in making shoes and having a shoe store in Astoria is like so cool just to like even see that. So yeah, I, I, I really like this. Next time Disney, just get a black person to do it. So we know it got sauce. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a black person that understands sneakers also. Or or my thing is, if you just had a black person, period, like the, I, I'm pretty sure the music would have been different. The clothes would, he would have had a pair of joggers on at one point to show off his sneaks. He would like, I just feel like there's little nuances that. Oh, snap. Black people do. That I just know. looked up Chosen's uh, IMDb. He was, he was the little Mike Mike Halen in it. Break. Yeah, yeah, said, we said that already. We, break. We had a whole. <laughs> well, I wasn't paying attention. Wow. <laughs> I was. Wow. I was probably listening. I was probably listening to this song "Kicks" when you were talking about it. <laughs> almost, almost definitely. He definitely has the in same fact, outfit on at one point. Again. Remember, like in this one, he wears a little apron, and I'm like, "This he is what Mike wears." Outfit. He wears a little white shirt when he has to like kill the cows or whatever. Then it. All right, Bray. We know you're listening to it. Everyone, Braylock is dancing. Bray. Okay. Yeah, let's mm, let's right. end, end it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we gave We're it a, done, right? We gave it a black face. Can, can you read? Don't you do a thing right All now? All right. Can we read something? Everybody don't we... <laughs> can uh, follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. I think our, this I think will our be, fundraiser is over. This will be the last day when this comes out, the very last day that you can donate to okay. the fundraiser. Wow. Honestly, Get on it. Honestly, now. please do it. Everyone who has been donating, like, please know thank that we're so very thankful. I've been yes, seeing him come in. Appreciate and it's it. So much love I wasn't expecting. So thank you already. Thank you so much. You can, you, there's, well, this is a defunct Patreon. If you go to blackmenpodcast.com, you get a link to that. Year's worth of episodes. Okay. If you haven't listened to that, you can do that for $5 a month. Also, you can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, although I, I am going to take a break from social media. I, I, I know I've been talking about it. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to take a break. James Third Comedy, though, is where I'm at, though. You can still follow me, but, but I'm not going to be there. You can follow me at Dry Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. Guess what? What? I have an, an, a, an, a real announcement. Not, not a real announcement, but another announcement. What's that? A show that I wrote for is coming out on Netflix. Come it's on, called Brave The G Day. Word. What? It's available. Oh, yeah. It should be available right now on Netflix. The G Word with Adam Conover. Hey. So you can listen to that. Uh, watch that. And if you rate and review us five stars, give us five stars on iTunes. We'll read your review on the air. This is by Silk124. Language art. Hello, BMCJ podcast. A great comedy film to review is how high because method and red man are funnier than a lot of comedians and the teacher in the film was funny too and you can't forget about lark Voorhees. and also i just randomly saw this clip from 2013 of the mayor of kansas city sly james being interrupted by some man who rushed the stage and started cursing and it was hilarious and the mayor <laughs> looked like james and the guy who rushed the stage looked like Jarrah. watch it it's what hilarious. That is the most random That's review. That's the most ever. random shit. Ever. I love it. If you, we'll read it on the air. You talk to us directly if you give us five stars on iTunes. Thank you. We will see you next week. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever! <coughs>